the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Hello and welcome to Who Wins Podcast, where each episode we pit pop culture icons against each other in a brutal fight to the death. This is episode two and it's going to be a festive special. I'm Chris. I'm Mark. And here we go. Okay, so since it's December, obviously we need to use Santa Claus or Father Christmas as I am going to refer to him from here on out. I refuse to call him Santa Claus. He's Father Christmas. Okay, so it's Father Christmas versus Kevin McAllister from the Home Alone movies. The main thing for me here is there is a massive size difference between these two. Yeah, but that's counted immediately. And I can say this on behalf of all bearded fat bastards everywhere that he's a, he's a scrawny kid, he's going to run fuck around him. He's kind of old, which isn't going to go in his favour. He's, he's like ancient, isn't he? Isn't he like thousands and thousands of years old? Like, he's a saint, so... Yeah, so he's, no, he's, he's, he's old, so that's going to go against him. He's fat, he's going to have arthritis in his knees, he's probably got diabetes. He's not really... <laughs> he's, diabetes from all like, the mince pies All the mince pies and the shit that gets left out for him. Not just because he's old and fat, because I'm young and fat and... So right. so. I mean, he's, he is going to be diabetic, right? You're right. But already I'm thinking, like... I'm refusing to call him Santa Claus, but this, if he's visiting Kevin McAllister, then this is going to happen in America, where he would be Santa Claus. But also, he wouldn't be eating mince pies, would he? They give him cookies. What? I think. Is it cookies? In yeah, it's not cookies in there, but it's the same thing. It's, it's all about even worse. Like, yeah, no, cookies is worse, surely. Yeah. Although, on the plus side, if he doesn't take the old insulin before he goes out, and he's just hopped up on sugar before he goes, he's going to have a shit ton of energy to get He'll be bouncing it. off the fucking walls. That's it, until he slips into that coma. I mean, there's a dozen, at least, different iterations that I can think of for Father Christmas as well that we could go with. So, do we just go for, like, the generic Christmas card? Yeah. It's the, the jolly fat man with the beard. And... with the beard, yeah, yeah, and the long red coat. Yeah. yeah. And Kevin McCarthy were going for Home Alone 1? Yeah. Okay. No, there's a massive difference between the two films, I don't suppose. No, I don't remember much about the second one. It's the second one in the, the house in New York. Yeah, yeah, the second one's lost in New York. Yeah. Yeah, with the talk boy. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The only good thing that came out of that movie. Oh, it's not that not bad. Well, there, were, there wasn't really anything else that actually came out of that movie. Everything else was established in the first one. Yeah, I mean, it was just essentially a retread, as I'm sure Home Alone 3 is, which I haven't even bothered. I think I may have seen like 10 minutes of it on Channel 5. I think there's a 4 as well now. I did not know that. By which point Father Christmas can happily kill the kid off. But Kevin McAllister definitely, like my heart is already telling me he's going to be a clear winner here. So I think we just have to try and find a way to talk Father Christmas back into this fight. What you're going to have with with Kevin obviously is that he's he's in his own home. He knows his way around. He's there on his own so there's nobody going to be stopping him. And he's already laid all the traps. So he knows exactly how they work, where things can swing from, what he can heat up, what he can freeze. So he's got that as an advantage going for him already. The disadvantage he's got is that, as we've already said, Father Christmas is thousands of years old, he's pretty much immortal. So how do you kill him? Yeah, is it even possible to kill him? Would yeah. he just like rise from the dead in like a swirl of like candy cane? Possibly, or maybe you would get Tim Allen to come in and take terrifying. over. Oh yeah, he would just get passed down the line, wouldn't he? But then technically he's dead. If he's getting passed down the line, then he's lost. But the, the entity is still there because it's just, it might be another one, but it's still Father Christmas. Mm, yeah, so it, I it, guess, yeah. yeah I guess. So it's, it's, it might not be the same physical body, but it's the same person just in somebody else's skin. Gross. Good place to start. Yeah. Okay, so, right, right, we've already established anyway, it's obviously going to be the Father Christmas is performing a home invasion on Kevin McAllister. That's got to be how this fight goes down. They're not like well, what else a boxing ring or a bar or anything. No, no, no. Kevin's not even old enough to go to a bar. No. So, well, yeah, Macaulay Culkin still doesn't look like he is. I don't, I don't know, he's got like wispy chin pubes and stuff now. There's a difference there as well, obviously, looking at Macaulay Culkin and uh, Kevin McAllister, because if you're looking at as Macaulay Culkin, he's going to lose automatically because Father Christmas flies around the world and gives people shit. Macaulay Culkin can't give away free pizza in a fucking <laughs> union in Nottingham. So I, th- I think at that point he loses anyway 
But yeah, it's, it, it would have to be. It would be um, Sander doing what he does and Kevin McAllister doing what, what he does. Now, technically, is Kevin McAllister going to be on the nice list? Because he did some pretty fucking evil shit. But, you know, he's, he's a plucky underdog, and he's something, and everybody loves an underdog. Yeah, I guess. And I guess he was at least morally correct in what he was doing. Like, yeah, he was defending his family home and catching yeah. burglars and shit like that. The fact that he could have actually killed a pair of them several times. Yeah, the fact that he is actually a miniature homicidal maniac. I think yeah. it's got nothing to do with anything. Like, his intentions were honourable. I yeah, guess. that's uh, and then that's why the dude with the shovel helped him at the end. Oh yeah, I forgot about the yeah. dude with the shovel. Because you know he again, that, again that's another part of it is everybody wrote this guy off thought he was crazy. You know he was a dodgy old man with him just yeah. scared the shit out of kids. And as it turned out, he was a nice guy, and because he was a nice guy, he helped out Kevin, which again cements the the fact that the character was doing the right thing all along. So if there is going to be a fist fight, he can always call in matey with the shovel. To come in and bash Father Christmas in the face. Yeah, but you've got no. Is it eight or nine reindeer that can run interference? Well, plus elves. Do the elves go on the on the run with him? Uh, I don't know. They do in after Christmas. I mean, I don't know. There's got to be at least one elf, surely. Like there must well, be I mean, like an employee of the year that decides of... to take out. Because otherwise, like it's they're basically just Chinese children. <laughs> <laughs> because they well, just stay in a factory. It's, it's just the world's toys. biggest and you know, most popular sweatshop. Yeah. But I, th- I think the point you'd say as well is that some of the neighbourhoods he goes to, they're going to be pretty rough. He needs somebody to guard the sleigh while he's, he's done the chimney doing what he does. So it's like a hardcore gangbanger elf. Yeah. What we're saying. <laughs> yeah, with fucking nunchucks and switchblades and all sorts of shit. Okay, that's pretty fucking scary. Um, I, I, that, no. that trumps the guy with the shovel. Well, let's be fair, you know, a, a guy coming down the chimney when everybody's asleep and walking around the, the house eating fucking mince pies and cookies. And just you know, leaving stuff which could explode, could be leaving anything. That's pretty scary in itself. Yeah, I mean, I guess he is technically like he would be on the terror list, wouldn't he? Oh yeah, <laughs> like, he, he would he, be. If if he if he used planes, he'd be on the no fly list. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's uh, hence, hence the radio. flying reindeer. Yeah, but no, if he, if he didn't have them, then he wouldn't be able to fly anyway. Mm. And let's let's face it, commercial. Travel wouldn't get him anywhere near around the world quick enough. No, not by the time he has a layover and gets delayed and yeah, some bollocks. They, they lose all his baggage. And Plus, fucking, you uh, know, he'd be racking up the frequent flyer miles. He's going to hit the lounge, and we all know he's a boozer. Oh, wouldn't you be? I think you'd have to. Like, if you spend all of your life surrounded by elves, magical reindeer, what looks like a permanently pissed old woman whenever you see Mrs. Claus, she's got like rosy cheeks and a big nose and stuff. If you spent all of your life surrounded by those with the sole purpose of just making whiny little brats happy, then yeah you'd hit the fucking bottle well, of course you would I mean for 364 slash 365 days of the year you've got fuck all to do see I always thought he like hibernated I thought he was like a bit a bit in the animal sense yeah. let's not let's <laughs> not muddy the water yeah, yeah yeah let's not go down that route because you know beard and fat so hey. we've already <laughs> we've already established he's got a wife you know that means nothing well maybe she's a beard I don't know maybe I don't know I mean it depends on the, the stories and the, the movies and everything that you, you pay attention to but some of them say that he's working all year but making the toys and shit oh no no the elves yeah the, the elves make the toys So I mean, he's just cracking the whip does he even do that or is he just like you know what fucking get on with it you know what you're doing I'll just come back on December 24th and pick it all up chill out feet up yeah I'll just go and play Postman Pat for the next fucking 24 hours and job done it's a pretty sweet job actually now I think about it I take all of that back I don't think he gets paid maybe he like he just lives in his workshop and stuff and the elves run down after him so I I guess he doesn't need a great deal of money plus like doesn't he technically work for God he's a saint so if he works for God you just like pick up the phone and be like Expenses, dude. I need some internet this month. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's plug one in three. Here. Yeah, so yeah, just pick up the big phone to God. And how many big phones have gone out there? There's a shitload of saints nowadays. I don't know. Like, see, now you've said that, I can only think of Saint Nick. <laughs> I can't think of any others. Oh, and Saint Patrick. They're all boozers. 
the only Saints I can think of are boozers. Nah, you would be, wouldn't you? It, it kind of got to your head. I guess so, yeah. You go a bit power hungry. Anyway, yeah. sidetrack. So, miles off one. Yeah, 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 miles off one. Okay, so, presumably his first port of entry is obviously going to be the chimney, the chimney. which uh, just turn the fire up. That's easy. Kevin's all over that one. Yeah, but then again... In fact, that seems too easy for Kevin. That doesn't <laughs> just turn that the fire That does seem up. too easy, but not only that, I mean, he's, what, eight years old? Does yeah. he know how to build a proper fire? It's going to keep going all night. It's going to keep the fat man out of the chimney. Or is it just going to burn out? He's fucking Kevin McAllister. Like, the guy's... He's, like, miniature MacGyver. He can definitely manage a fire. And if he couldn't manage it, he would probably just, like, chuck a whole bottle of lighter fluid at it or something, and it would just fucking ignite. I think but the as said, a definite no-go. As I said, that's probably a bit too easy for him. I think he'd probably be looking at something, building something with paper clips and matchsticks that explodes. Either way, Father Christmas again, burn ass. Yeah. But again, with that... Unless he's got, like... But then, see, Kevin can't be the only one that's got, like, a fire running. Yeah, and I mean... Even, like, even if the fire isn't blazing, if it's, it's been be on before people have it, yeah, there's going to be hot embers. So he must have something to counter. He's got to have, like, fucking asbestos trousers or something to yeah. counter the fire. And, I mean, if you think about it, if he's been doing this for fucking thousands of years or wherever it is, he's going to come across some unruly bastards in his time. Well, he doesn't go to them, because he doesn't go to the naughty children, does he? He only goes to the nice children. Oh, no, it, oh, it depends, because I guess he does give the naughty children and coal if you believe but, like the old and no, which yeah. is mean that, like, is, that is fucking that's mean that is just fucking that is just rubbing your face in it that's not like you're so bad that you're not getting anything you're so bad that you're getting a fucking lump of coal just so you know that I came to your house just to fuck you off just to give you a piece of coal you may as well shit in their stocking this is true but take it that you've got a house with two kids and you've got one who's an absolute fuck and one who's really nice he's still got to go to the house so the one that's a fuck may still have booby trapped the chimney and the doors and everything else yeah, I guess, he's, he's, yeah, he's still going to have to have come up with ways to, to sort of counteract that and circumnavigate that. Yeah, he's got to have some kind of anti-burnt ass device because the, yeah. that's that's an occupational hazard for him. Yeah, like, but I mean, not only that, he's he's going to be savvy to things that swing on ropes and hit you in the head. And oh yeah, he's like an expert burglar. Yeah, so I mean that makes it a bit more difficult. I mean, I for guess you think he'd well. probably be cautious enough. Well, not probably. He must be okay. It's an occupational hazard, so he must have done a risk assessment on going down the chimney. So yeah. the first thing he does is tip a bucket of water down the chimney. Yeah. Any fire that's down is gone. So, I mean, you could even, you, you know, you test it first, stick your head down. Is it warm? Is there smoke coming up? Yes. Okay, there's a fire. Tip a bucket of water well, down. But then again, that's, then probably what safely got, go down. that's probably what he's got the elves for as well. They're small enough, you can chuck them. Send one down first. Send, send it down first. If they don't come back up, he's got a million more. Yeah, doesn't really and, matter. And then he knows there's smoke coming up, the thing's fucking dead. Okay, so we can get around the fire, so we can actually, he can put the fire out and go down the chimney. So now we're into McAllister territory, yeah. where he is going to have a secondary trap on that yeah. fireplace. I mean, the thing that always got me before we leave the chimney is how the fuck does he get down there anyway? We've established he's fat. Well, there's numerous ways you like if you look at other his representation in film books and stuff like that. There are numerous ways you can do. It. Generally, he turns into some kind of pixie dust and goes down the chimney. Yeah. In which case, he wouldn't burn his arse either. This is true. In Nightmare Before Christmas, he kind of just holds his nose and goes up. You don't, you don't see him go down the chimney if I remember right, but you see him go up yeah. from Oogie Boogie's lair and then he just kind of squeezes through the pipe with a trail of dust. So, it's, so he's, he's kind of got jelly bones. He's a bit like Tombs from the X-Files. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that. That's, that's yeah. kind of the thing I'd like to imagine is him just sort of sticking his arm down and just sort of stretching and stretching and stretching until he gets to a point where his arm is two-dimensional and because of that, his shoulder and his chest has yeah. gone a bit thinner and he can pull himself through. Because and a it has scabby a old in. drunk invading your home isn't scary enough to begin with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think we need to really hammer home the nightmares that are going to happen for any now kids listening also rubber limbs so kids like if you Mr. are listening that's, that's why we had the fucking E on there that says it's explicit and not for children I wonder if he makes the Mr. Tickle noise as well like when he comes down 
because that's <laughs> really fucking wrong. Okay, so tips about walking down the chimney. So he can now okay, come down this chimney. So or he turns himself into pixie dust and just fucking floats down. Well, either way, I think the pixie dust is a lot harder for Kevin to counter. It just has a fucking hoover running on an extractor fan. Oh, I guess yeah, then that would blow him, wouldn't it? Well, no, if an extractor just suck him into the uh, into the mechanism, and that, that's the end of Father Christmas. Well, I mean, he would reassemble. He would just reassemble inside the mechanism. Well, the extractor unit apart. But then, but then again, that's going to alert everybody to the fact he's there because it's going to be fucking loud when that thing explodes when he pops out of it. I think I think the pixie dust is is a no go. I think he's got to stretch down the chimney for the purposes of this fight because otherwise the pixie dust is literally he just goes down there and he's caught and that's it. That's, that's that's the easiest fight ever. You could just catch him in a little bottle and keep him there until next Christmas. Yeah, Although you probably won't get any presents ever. Well, that year or the year after because he hasn't a chance to go back. You could hold place. him to ransom though. You could be like taking him around to the kids of the world and be like, look, I want all of your pocket money every week for the next year otherwise Father Christmas stays trapped in this bottle forever what, like that Brainiac bottle, that bottle of fucking dust nah I don't buy it I, I'm not giving you my pocket money because you showed me a fucking jar of well, dust well they're kids they can use their imagination like they can see the jar of dust and think oh yeah it's definitely yeah yeah, yeah but that, that dust might be what's left of grandma that they fucking knocked off the uh, off the mantelpiece alright so you get a little red and white hat and you put it on top of the jar then it's definitely <laughs> Father Christmas everyone <laughs> knows that if there's a red and white hat on it it's Father Christmas right okay fair point yeah. Right, so we'll avoid the pixie dust then. Yeah. For so the risk of confusing it with grandma's yeah. ashes. So he's doing his stretchy tombs thing down the fire. So I guess it's got to be like mouse traps or something, isn't it? Yeah. From McAllister there, he's, he's definitely going to have some form of thing to like catch his fingers or Yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, if he goes through and he's flat and he's some, almost two dimensional, think of every Tom and Jerry card you've ever seen yeah. where you get in the mouse trap and it fucking throbs up. Yeah. And he's just going to blow he's up gonna, like a And he's going to get stuck in the chimney at that point. Yeah. Santa is going to be stuck in the chimney. Yeah, there you go. Achoo, achoo, achoo. <laughs> That's a... Uh, yeah, no, I think that was. So, so at yeah, this so point, the, he's throbbed up and he is now stuck in the chimney. So but, uh, whether he's stuck or whether you know, whether it just sort of derails him long enough that you know, he's got to pull himself out and he's not just you know, slithering in like a you know, two-dimensional snake or whatever it might be. I mean, it, just, you just get the helper elf to like, lob a rope down, ties it around himself, put the other end on the reindeer. Heave hook. They'll pull him back out of the chimney, so that's fine. He's back out of the chimney, but now he's back outside. He's either like with the elf on the top of the chimney with a fucking plunger. Yes, giving it, giving so it a good Either step. way, it's round one to McAllister, definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, at that point, they haven't actually started fighting per se. He just got into the ring. Well, I mean, this. I think this is the basis of this fight. Like I said, like I said at the start, I think I don't think they're ever going to go face to face. Because I don't think Father Christmas is actually going to get in that house. Certainly not as a fully functioning person anyway. He's going to be absolutely battered by the time he gets in. Like, if he does get in the house, he is over for McAllister. Oh, yeah. If he gets his hands on him, it's the same as in the, the two movies. If they get if he gets his hands on him, same as when Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern did in both films, get hands on him, he, he can't do fuck all. because no, he's a kid. He's a kid. He's got no tricks. He's got no strength. He's got nothing. And he needs other people's help at that point. So he's, his only defence is to lock himself away somewhere and do it all with cameras and shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, his only saving grace there is that I'm pretty sure Father Christmas wouldn't kill a child. I don't know. I, th- I, I kind of think enough. he'd get the sack if he killed a child. Who's going to sack him? He's his own boss. God. No, he works for God. <laughs> he does. He works for God and he goes around giving toys to all the good children. Yeah, but then God's got to go through like a whole another recruitment process and he can't be asked for that. He's got he's got far too much to do. I don't know. You just you give the coat to the Plus, you know, so, some, some, right, some of the, you know, some, some of the Santas I've seen in supermarkets and fucking Oh, they don't work for God. They yeah. definitely don't work for so, God. So, some of them I think no, will kill no, a child. No. Some of them I don't yeah. think they'd wait until you know, the child was home and they had to go in and massacre them. I think they'd just do it on the fucking stand if it came to it. Yeah, yeah they definitely don't work for God. They, yeah, they I think they work for Walmart. Yeah. Other supermarkets are available Walmart aren't necessarily evil 
Okay, so uh, Father Chris is back outside. He's back on the roof, presumably then. But at this point, he's sprung the mousetrap. So he can now go go get the one off his fingers. And he can go down the chimney. And he can go down again unimpeded because he's already cleared that trap. Although McAllister's going to know that those mouse traps have gone off. Yeah, yeah, he's going to have heard them. At which point he's then going to just rush to the fireplace and probably stick something else there. But has he got enough time to get down then to set to rig something else and get back out of the way before you know your mythical super being with the stretchy limbs and all the rest of it gets back down the chimney? I mean, really, I guess all you've got to do is reset the mouse traps. Unless he takes it with him when he's dragged back up. If his finger's still in it, he needs an elf to get it off. Because releasing them is kind of a two-hand job. So if one of them's stuck in the, in the trap and it's flat, you're going to need some, some help to pull it off. But I think the, the one thing that struck me with, with the Home Alone films, especially the first one, was that he jerry-rigged a lot of the house, but it still needed a lot of interaction. Yeah. And that's that's always going to be the problem, because if you've got to physically set a trap, or you've you've basically got to wait until somebody's in a position to know, you've got to, you've got to wait until they're there to throw a paint can or to drop a gas bottle as I think he did in the second one which went through a floorboard or something mm. I vaguely remember that yeah yeah the floorboard there. springs up yeah. Yeah. If, you've got to, if you've got to physically be there to spring that trap because it doesn't spring itself wouldn't it? like, like the mouse trap as soon as you put your hand on your hand there it goes off when he, he heats up the, the door handle you put your hand on it you know, he freezes the steps you put your foot on all the rest of it. these are things he hasn't got to operate but when you've got um, paint cans and things like that then you have to operate you, somebody's got to operate it and if he's got to be that close I mean, you've got to think, you've got to give Santa more credence than you give to Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's a fucking expert burglar. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to... spends gonna... his life breaking yeah. into houses. Yeah, so, I mean, he's, he's not going to fall for, no, hey, guys, look up here. No, I'm calling the cops. But he's going to be... I think he's going to be inherently trusting, though. I mean, I he's, don't a, know. he's a jolly old fat man. He's probably sourced up by the time he gets there as well, because... Well, yeah, because he's kind of at the end of his route by then, isn't he? Well, about two, two-thirds of the way through? If yeah. You, if you start down... Depends in, which you know, way he goes, Well, I you've guess. got to start with the time, haven't you? So you've got to start yeah. Yeah. Down in fucking Fiji and that sort of area, and work your way back. So by the time you get to wherever the hell they were, somewhere in Chicago, America. wasn't it? I don't know, somewhere in America. It probably was Chicago. I think it was. I think John Candy was going. Oh, he was on the way to Chicago anyway. Yeah, I think yeah. that's where they were going. Certainly in Illinois. So by the time you get there, you're kind of two thirds, three quarters of the way around the world. You're probably going to be pretty boozed up, actually. But at the same time, I think I've just got this image in my head of him being a really fucking mean drunk, just because yeah, it, it well, kind of goes against that. the uh, kind of goes yeah. against type. And I think you get to that point, and he's going to be going. You know what? I've seen enough little brats like you pull enough shit to try and catch me on camera to try and fucking trap me I know what you're going to do next he's, and he's going to be he's going to be watching for the paint cans and the nail on the step and shit like that and he, to be fair he's probably seen the fucking movie as well I guess he gives so. away a lot of his arsenal in that first movie even to the point that the second movie there's not that much he does that's different no he just does a talk boy which but he did this, he did in the, in the first one with the video didn't he the video and the firecrackers yeah that's just the moving on of technology like now he'd probably have an iPhone Home Alone would be a very different film if it was made now well yeah because it would all be fucking camera motion sensitive cameras and iPhone operated uh, traps and yeah definitely plus no uh, pair in their right minds leaving their kid alone <laughs> yeah well you just couldn't get away with it they'd be banged up before the second one well that's it now, so as soon as they they went to the airport security and uh, we, 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 we've lost our side and it's right okay here's social, here comes social services yeah I mean how irresponsible as a parent you have to be to actually get to the point where you're getting on the plane and the plane is taking off and then you go oh shit I haven't got my child. Yeah, true. I mean, there's been a lot of cases recently where people have you know, driven to work and left their kids in the back of the car and shit like that. It's... Well, that's understandable because you've got the kid with you. Yeah. That's understandable. I mean, it's, it's the same principle. It's, it's a case of forgetting that you have this responsibility. There was one in America a couple, probably about two months ago now, where 
the kid basically cooked in the back of the car and the guy said, I, I don't normally take the kid to you know, drop the kid off at nursery. I went straight to work, didn't give a thought, left the car in the car park in the baking sun all day. When in fact he, he was actually a day off and he'd gone into you know, fucking send explicit emails and look at porn in work. And yeah, the kid subsequently died and this guy got rightfully pilloried. But this, you know, from that point, I mean, not to the extent of... Not what a cheery kid. Christmas story. <laughs> Dead children. Brilliant. Dead children, drunk father Christmas, breaking into a house. Happy holidays, folks. But yeah, I mean... It's it, it's kind of the same point, but in a, in a different way with a sort of worse end increase. And obviously, that kid didn't save the house from burglars. But it's a it, it's a similar principle that there's with other stuff going on. Preoccupying, it's very easy to slip into a normal routine where you can, you turn left instead of right. But it's the principle is easy enough. Obviously, it's exaggerated to a point where they're getting on a plane and there's fifty six thousand of the twats. Somebody would have noticed he wasn't there. You'd think. Well, yeah, you would think. So. I would hope anyway. But again, now coming back to the parenting aspect, what sort of fucking parent sends their kid up to the attic to sleep because they don't want to get pissed on by a cousin? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's some real, real fucking good parenting. Yeah, McAllister's not parents of the year by no. any stretch of the imagination. And let's face it, there were so many of the fuckers. At some point, they should have bought a TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway, sidetrack so, yeah. again. Yeah. Um, so, apart from the fact we're assuming that Kevin is indeed home alone. Well, why would he not Father be? Christmas is breaking. Why would he not be? Yeah. That's 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 it. He's not famous or anything else. He wasn't home alone and he had no. He had all the family. The McAllisters around. are out swanning around the world somewhere. Yeah, they're on fucking safari or something, shooting elephants and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and they've left. They've left Kevin at home to play with fire. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I wish my parents had done that. Right. So Father Christmas is now back on the roof. Well, no, is, is he back on the roof or is he in at this point, having now come back down and sprung the trap and come in? Oh, yeah, I guess we said, yeah, he was going to spring it and then go straight back down the yeah. chimney. Yeah, before he's got a chance to set something else. Yeah, okay, so at which point then they're at least going to come face-to-face for a moment because Kevin's going to be trying to set something else up. Yeah. So he is going to have to leg it. Either that point. or he's going to be sort of at the top of the stairs watching. Mm. I mean, like kind of like he did with uh, with Joe Pesci. He's going to be watching see what's going on. The difference being that Father Christmas knows when you're watching and knows when you're, and when you're awake and you're sleeping. So yeah. he's going to know exactly where his vantage point is. That's a good point, actually. He's going to have all the intel. Not only is he going to have been watching the films, he's a bit creepy and voyeuristic and stuff, I guess, but he yeah. does know every child's movements. Because, well, maybe not him personally, but somebody is keeping an eye on all the children to find out. Yeah, he's, he's got no clue. Yeah, definitely. Telling him when, when, they're, uh, when they're going for a piss and when, when they've got back into bed and as soon as they crash out. He's... Yeah, so he's going to know his movements. And he's going to know the layout of that house as well. Well, yeah, because he's been, he's been going there since the, you know, since the house was built. Yeah, and they've got quite a lot of kids as well, if I remember rightly. Oh no, it's the cousins and stuff. Come I think, on, I think still. there was the, the the older brother Buzz. I think there was an older sister. There were, I think, two. There was definitely a sister. I think there were two middle sisters than him. I think. Yeah. Certainly, our sister, if not two. So step, quite a lot of kids. Yeah. So, so Father Christmas has been going there for quite a while. So yeah, yeah he's got to know the layout of the house. But I still think, think Kevin is enough of a precocious little shit that he is definitely going to want to run down and see if he's caught him. Oh yeah, of course at he the is. Very least. Yeah, and then, so, no, it, it, no, as soon as he snares him in something, he's going to fucking slide on his knees and fucking give him all the uh, the football celebration. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and just generally pissing about it, wasting time. So Father Christmas has got a gap of at least a couple of seconds where he could potentially go all stretchy with his arm and, like, grab an ankle. But does he does he go all stretchy, like, fucking stretch Armstrong, and he just reaches out and does it? Or does, you know, is it the, the ability sort of limited to when he's squeezing through things? Yeah, I think it probably is limited. I don't think he can probably can't elongate himself. I think he can just kind of compress himself. Because yeah. I mean, if he sense. was if he was kind of like Stretch Armstrong or what the fuck was that cartoon called where the guy could it was like Elastic Man or something where he could just make Jimmy Mister Plastic. Possibly, I can't remember. I should remember he could he could make himself into any shape. 
In which case, you just make you know you just make himself a giant bubble around the house and just slowly yeah, deflate yeah. and crush the house with Kevin in it. Yeah, and plus, like he would never ever have to gain the sleigh or anything at all. He could just sit in a chair and stretch his arm out indefinitely and just throw presents yeah. through letterboxes. So yeah, that's it. So yeah, he could definitely only compress himself. Then okay, so he's got to get down the chimney and get to his feet and regain his shape. So that probably gives Kevin enough time to leg it to the next room. So he's going to leg it. He's probably going to shut the door behind him as well and I'd imagine he'll booby-trap that door. The problem for me is that, that's how we've, we've said about him having to go and sort of having to trigger or just sort of, you know, bring certain traps. But the problem for me with the film is he always stayed around to watch them to make sure they went off. I mean, not the, sort of the, the ones at the tower on the stairs, yeah. but certainly the, the big hitters, you know, the blowtorch and stuff like that. He made sure it went off. He, he sort of physically stood there. Now, if it was me and I was rigging a trap for somebody who's A, thousands of years old, B, potentially immortal, and C, can you know, travel faster than the speed of light and all the rest of that. And bugs fucking creepy. Well, yeah, that goes without saying. Why else would he be breaking into the house for a child who's on his own? You know, Plus, watches children. Yeah, there's just something. But yeah, I wouldn't be sticking around. I'd be saying, right, I'm going to set as many fucking booby traps as I can. Then I'm going to piss off to my uncle's house in New York. Yeah, but he's going to get to the airport and stuff. Plus, like, Father Christmas could get to New York before he can. So he's just going to be waiting for him. Yeah, but you can't... You can't run from Father Christmas, basically. He can get around the world in a night. Yeah. So you can't run from him. But, you can't hide either. He is the very definition of you cannot run. Yeah, he's kind of... He's, he's, he sees he's, everything. He to me of the boogeyman, really, didn't he? Yeah. But if Kevin's awake, then there's no fight. Because he doesn't come when you're awake. When you're awake, he only comes when you're sleeping. Not touching that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. So Kevin's actually got to be sleeping for him to. So do, the does it then become like place. some sort of Freddy Krueger fight? Well, I don't think he's dreaming. Okay, I think we have to put that bit of it aside. He just yeah. does it because. You know, we maybe kids, should have discussed that before we started. Yeah, I, well, and kids do fake it as well, don't they? Kids do just like lie there and pretend to be asleep, and then when Father Christmas is creeping in, they're not touching that one either can, to see if they can see him. So, <laughs> Kevin could and is smart enough to just fake it so that so yeah. that Father Christmas comes in. So Kevin's legged it. He's legged it. He's 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 gone Shut into. He's, he's gone through definitely, and he's definitely rigged that. Yeah. It's going to be the old hot handle or something. Yeah, but then again. Is he going to be expecting that and sort of put himself under the door using the same stretchy technique again? Yeah, good point. So he just it's... stretch himself straight under the door. Yeah, so you think, right, okay, well, what's he going to do? He's going to heat up the handle or he's going to have a nail gun or something that's going to fire as soon as I open the door. So I can either try my luck, kick the door in, as Joe Pesci did, so he avoided that one the second time, open it from you know, ground level, so I hit the handle from right. a knelt position so the door opens and the nail gun, no, the nail shoots straight off my head. Or just go, you know what, he's not going to be expecting this a second time. Under the door. Under the door. It's definitely under the door. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. So basically, Kevin can't hide anywhere. Now that, now that Father Christmas is in... Yeah, there's nowhere left to go. I mean, no, and if it was fucked. me, to be honest, having that ability to go under the door to stretch myself, I said, well, if I can do that, I'll go under the carpet as well, into the drywall, and just punch through and grab him from behind. That's a lot more complex, though, isn't it? To go under the door, there'll just be a gap under the door, so you go straight under. If you're going to go under the carpet, unless the carpet's already up, you're going to have to flatten yourself, go under the door at the edge, double back under the gripper rod, which yeah, is going to have spikes on it, then you've got to get under the carpet. Then you've got to get under the skirting board, which is going to be nailed. Then you've got to get up through, assuming there are even plasterboard walls. Could be a stone-built house. I don't remember. I think it looked more like a timber frame job. It probably was, but it, theoretically, yeah, theoretically speaking. I mean, so the, we don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's whether he can, he's actually dexterous enough to double back on himself and that sort of stuff as well. And then he's got to... And if he's going to go to the walls, then he's going to go 
up, presumably. Well, he's going to have to go up in order to come back down. So then he's going to have to go through the floorboards on the first floor, which are also going to be covered with carpets. So then he's going to go back under the carpet and back up. Yeah, it's just this yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, that's fucking massive amount of work when he can just slide under the door. Yeah, the only problem with that is obviously if he's in, the, if he's still behind the door. I mean, is it, is it is a door to a room or is it a door at the end of the corridor that you can carry on fucking off? Well, I'm presuming that the fireplace is going to be in the living room. In which case, really, Father Christmas doesn't have to do any more now he's in. He can drop his presents, he can drop his sack, so to speak, eat, <laughs> eat his mince pie and fuck off back up the chimney. But at this point, is he going to be thinking, that little scrub? Yeah, so he's pissed off fucking... now. Yeah, he's pissed off with McAllister, so he's not going to drop his toys. He's going to... How do you get the toys down the chimney? Magic. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> of course. With a C. Yeah. Not with a K. <laughs> right. So he goes under the door after McAllister because he's pissed off. Yeah. Okay. So McAllister's going to... So it's the living room. So it's going to go straight out onto presumably a hallway with some stairs up. I just remember the layout of the house because I think the... If you can remember the layout of the house in Home Alone, you get major points. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to remember to tell you <laughs> wrong... So <laughs> no, I'm I can't remember all of it. I mean, I've, it's kind of like you, all the big big houses you see in American films. It's kind of, it's now it's a big hallway with stairs in the with middle of it, going and rooms yeah, going yeah. off into the not off the side. And I think the the living room with the fireplace, the bottom, probably yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the room with the fireplace, which I think you only saw briefly because all the, the empty stockings were hung up. I think you only saw it at the end. Yeah. I'm fairly sure it was trashed during the actual invasion, but. I think you only really saw the room as it should have been at the end with the empty, yeah, the empty stockings. Big fireplace, and then it's opened out into into an expansive room, which then goes out into the into the hall where the stairs are. I think. Mm. Well, I mean, the smart thing to do would obviously be to, to run into the kitchen because that's where all the weaponry is going to be. All your basic household weaponry yeah. is going to be in the kitchen. All your cutlery is going to be there. Presumably, there's going to be either all of the cleaning chemicals and stuff are going to be there, or there's going to be a utility be, room yeah. off to it. So he's going also to there's a blowtorch over the uh, the cat flap. Yeah. Where else would you keep it? Well, of course. Plus, yeah. so all, all the wire and shit he's used to jerry-rig stuff is a good old one. You can get a nice little... Uh, it's all going to be in the kitchen, up. and it's going to have been his workshop because he's going to need a countertop to spread stuff out. So that's the smart thing to do. The dumb movie thing to do is, of course, to run up to the stairs. I don't think he's going to make that mistake. I think he's going to go for the kitchen. He's going to go straight in, and he's going to have some sort of weaponry pre-assembled on the desk. I'd have thought, whether it be a super soaker with lighter fluid in it or whatever, he is definitely going to have... Because at this point, he's on a back foot, and he's going to be aware that he's on a back yeah. foot. So traps have kind of got to go out of the back window now, because he's running. So it's got to be phys- stuff he can physically manage. But I think at the, at the point where you come to stuff that he physically has to do, I think he's going to get to, to being at a loss, because in order to use anything like like that he's gonna have to get close enough and he gets close enough to see he's, he's, he's father christmas and you go oh fuck do i really want to really well, i mean, to I mean it, it depends well he clearly does because he's just trying to like unless you are maybe does he thinks he, father christmas is, is a burglar okay yeah. i'm with you well maybe but then how does he know he's the one true santa because he came down a fucking chimney in two dimensions <laughs> um, well yeah i guess but anybody can come down a fucking chimney if not you... flat, the guy. <laughs> not flat. No, but he hasn't seen that, has he? True. Oh, you know, yes, because yeah. he ran he in would... to check the. Yeah. And he's also seen him slide under the door. Now, at which point, even if you do think it's Father Christmas, that's fucking scary. But so at this point, you you're going to be fearing for, for your life. Yeah, you're going to be fearing for your life at this point, surely, because that that's fucking scary. If somebody flattens himself and like slides under a door and then reassembles himself, so that's some fucking ring level bullshit. Yeah. That's scary. So, by this point, he's, yeah, I, I think he's going for the weaponry. 
And I think it's going to be something like, it is going to be like a super soaker full of turps or some such shit and a lighter and then he's got a little fucking flamethrower. Yeah, you've, you've got to... Because bear in mind, those Father Christmas suits that you buy, they're like 100% polyester. Those oh, motherfuckers fuck yeah, they burn. burn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but I think you've, I think there's there's also this sort of PG thirteen aspect to, to to Home Alone whereby he's not going to be out know, to maim him. He's going to be able to comically injure him. See, you know, you're going to be talking like you know, flower bombs and shit like that. Yeah, I which guess, also will ignite. Yeah. Granted, it depends. I mean, he uses blow torches and stuff, so he could still set him on fire. It just would be that the whole suit would go up and yeah. leave him in a comical pair of like love heart boxer shorts with scorch again, marks over his. But then body. again, if we've we've already established he can come down a chimney again, he's he's going to have encountered heat before and thinking, oh fuck, my suit. Might yeah, go. he's definitely got something to counteract the heat. He definitely has. Yeah, he's got to have some sort of flame retardant material on that suit as yeah it? I mean the, so, the only hope that McCarthy's got then is he's washed it too many times and the retardance has washed out of it yeah but then Mrs. Claus will like redo it every year fucking so, hell she needs to get alive well yeah they both need to get alive they, like I said they literally work all year to make a bunch of shitty little children happy so they all need a life she is gonna like re-retard what is the word re-coat his coat was what I was gonna say but that doesn't sound right yeah that's kind of right yeah, she buys me new one every year. Well, I, I don't know. Would you? It, like, it's not when you buy off the off the rack because it's special flame retardant and stuff. So it's not like she can go to like Santa's RS and buy him a new coat. Do you well, know what I mean? well, maybe that's what the big no, the big phone of God's for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And God's just like, what again? Another one? Seriously? Fuck sake, what's he doing? doing? Yeah, don't go to the McAllister's house. <laughs> like, oh no, generally, don't go down the chimney. Break a fucking window like everybody else breaking in. What? Right, now if he can, like, squish himself and slide, surely it's fucking easier to go through the letterbox, isn't it? Yeah. Surely that's easier than going down the chimney. Although, if you've got a house with a dog and shit like that, then going down the chimney is going to be easier because the, the dog's going to know to stay away from the fire. And you, you put something in the letterbox with this dog, yeah, dog's going to rip his fucking yeah, head off. I guess. Well, all right, you go under the door. Oh, same, same, same problem, isn't it? Unless you've got a, a basket for the letters to fall in, in which case I'm saying it gets stuck it in was the basket. It was stuck, yeah. But not every house has got a dog. No. But then not every house has got a chimney. Then you get into the really fucking scary realms of Santa Keys. What's Santa Keys? Santa Keys were a really fucking genius commercial idea to, to sell to kid, to families where they haven't got a chimney because the kids get really upset that Santa can't get into the house to drop the presents off. So somebody got a fucking Santa Keys and just made a bitch ton of copies. No. Painted them fucking red and white or whatever it was and called it a Santa Key. So you give that to Santa and Santa can get into your house. Fucking genius. Wow. And I bet these were like 50 quid or something. I don't know. I'm not sure how much they cost. It's like Elf on the Shelf, but at least Elf on the Shelf is a good way to keep your brats in. Yeah. So, so, so is a spatula and a saucepan. Yeah, not touching that one. <laughs> right, okay. So he's in the kitchen. He's blasted Father Christmas with a homemade flamethrower. It's done nothing because Father Christmas has just T2'd it yeah, and straight through the fire, basically. It's, it's just you know, Han Invader in Empire. He's just put his hand up and going, fuck off. You're shooting at me. So at which point then he's got to be... I wish he's kind of backed himself into a corner a bit. Well, yeah, because now he's in the kitchen. The only place he can go is out. And once he's outside, there's all those elves guarding the sleigh. Santa just flicks his fingers and they all go mugging. Yeah, do we allow the elves to get involved, though? I don't know, they could have kind of... Because was, well, I guess if the elves are allowed to get involved, then so's, like, Shovel Dude. In which case, he just comes in and starts walloping elves left right. Because that's fucking fun. Elves jump at you, you yeah, smash like them with a shovel. Yeah, definitely, that's fucking fun. So, like, we can negate the elves with Shovel Dude. 
Yeah. And there's also the pigeon lady as well, if he's really stuck. But if he's at home, then she's all the way in New York. Yeah, but pigeons fly. Yeah, but she doesn't. Well, no, but she's a can, woman. But, you know, he's, he's, he's planning ahead. He can write written her a letter saying, like, look, I need I, to I'm, borrow... I'm going to be chased and molested. I need about 200 molested. pigeons. I'm going to be chased and molested by Father Christmas. Can you come and help? Where did molesting come from? Hang on. We, at no point did we say Father Christmas was a child molester. Well, why else is he creeping into, into houses and watching children? Give him presents. Jesus, dude. Yeah, no. Nobody's that altruistic. Look, I am generally the one arguing for people being child molesters. So that I am drawing the line at Father Christmas. I don't know. That's well, not me saying I agree with child molestation either. I just realised how that came out. Yeah, I was going to leave that until you edited yeah. and then decided <laughs> yeah, yeah. you didn't That like is it. just me saying that I am normally the one going, yes, he is a pedo. Father Christmas is definitely not a pedo. Yeah, it's almost the ones you least expect. He's, like, he's weird. He's definitely not a pedo, though. Oh, what's the ones you least expect? No, that is just... No, he can't be a pedo. <laughs> I suspect he might be into bestiality, but that's something else entirely. Yeah, why would he keep someone in reindeer otherwise? Well, yeah, and you can grab the antlers and shit, so, yeah. That's the third time in a row. What? So the first time was fucking pigs, the second time was fucking cows. <laughs> and now we've got fucking reindeer. There you go. It's a it's theme. A theme. It's, it's a yeah. theme, folks. <laughs> Well, I don't know, it just seems like the obvious thing to do to me, you know. You yeah, know, nothing else to do for Yeah, yeah. what else are you going to fucking do? Um, Your wife. Yeah, but she's permanently pissed. We've already discussed that one. So she's going to be less inhibited. A little bit rapey. Mm. I guess reindeers can't give consent either, though, can they? Yeah, can we move off this place? <laughs> you could teach them to, like, they can have a hoof stamp system. <laughs> one stamp is yes. Two stamps is no. And any multiples is like, no means fucking no. No is still no. If anybody in the porn industry is listening, copyright Chris and Mark. <laughs> yeah. So like four stamps is just like, no, really, no. So Six you're, stamps you're is stop just now, like, go look, I'm you. screaming now. <laughs> well, surely at that point it's easier just to fucking scream than to no start banging your hoof again. Yeah. Plus you've got to be careful because there's like 12? I don't know. I thought, I thought there were like eight, but I don't know. I don't remember. Dasher, Dancer, Comet, Cupid, yeah. Donna, Blitzen. Vixen, Rudolph. That's eight. Yeah. Why did I think it was twelve? Days of Christmas? Monkeys? Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe Days of Christmas. I don't know. But alright, still, eight. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like a mini you, stampede. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they're all going to gang up. Like, Rudolph's screaming rape. Yeah, the other you, seven. Yeah, yeah, well, got, maybe because I don't think they really like Rudolph because he's effectively the reindeer yeah, version of a ginger. Yeah, so I but don't it's think it's, like it's kind of the, it's the same as you know when you see you know, all the cop shows. Now nobody likes the you know the, the good one who doesn't take bribes and punch people, but as soon as they're in trouble, he's still a cop. Yeah. He's still a brother. I don't think I don't I, I don't think it's because he's a goody goody or anything like that because he's he's, he's different. Isn't he? Useless at everything. Like he can't win any of the reindeer games or anything. He's shit. It's just because yeah, he's different. He's different. He's got a red nose. Yeah, they're basically. all racist. Yeah, well, I don't think he's even racist. He's still a reindeer, isn't he? He just happens to have a red nose. Yeah, he's, he's so he's uh, prejudiced because of his colour, or the colour of his nose. Oh, the colour of his nose, I guess, yeah. How to ruin everybody's childhood. I don't know you got me thinking on this one now. Anyway, right, but yeah, that's a rabbit hole we don't want to go down. Um, well, well, the racist reindeer, or the sodomising them. Yeah, I, I guess neither of them. So I think we've just lost about four minutes of uh, this recording. Yeah. Well, it does. If nothing else, though, it goes to show that Father Christmas is an equal opportunities rapist. So he's not all bad. No, I'm sure Sheffield United will be on the phone. <laughs> Where the fuck were we before I started talking about fucking reindeers? He's gone outside. He's gone outside. McAllister's and you've got, gone outside. You got a shovely dude 
smacking the elves about with it, you know, with his big spade, and Pigeon Lady flying in because she'd had a ladder. Yeah, so the elves are fucked. The elves are taken care of. There's still a reindeers, but I think they secretly hate Santa because... Because he keeps... forced them into slavery and keeps fucking And he them. keeps fucking them. Yeah. <laughs> so they secretly hate him. So they're not going to help him. No, they should be like, you know, all right, well, when you're done, slay's over there. Get yeah. on. So at this point, if he's outside and being pursued... Because Father Christmas is still going to pursue. So he's got to be looking... He's got two options at this point. He either runs into the neighbourhood at large, at which point, really, he's fucked. Because he's got nothing to defend himself with. He needs to stay with this house. So what he needs to do is get up onto the lower roof level and try and get into the first floor of the house, I guess. Yeah. The problem... It it goes one of two ways if they're outside and he's chasing. Either it's in a a nice upscale upmarket neighborhood where people are going to side with Santa because I think you're fucking hell our little kid's done something to him we're going to get we're going to get the kid and we'll and we'll, we'll help Santa because he'll get us more presents and shit or it's going to be a dodgy neighborhood and they're thinking there's a fucking pedo chasing the kid down the road well let's get well, the, the thing yeah and I don't even know if it's so much comes down to the neighborhood I think it comes down to at this point bearing in mind he's been essentially burned twice he's throbbing from mousetraps so he, he's going to be a bit battered by this point it's, it's how much like Father Christmas he still looks. Because if he still looks like a friendly, jolly, fat man, then I think people would think it's innocent enough. If he looks like a scary pedo, then... But then, again, it depends on how useful the asbestos coat is, if it keeps his colour and all that sort of shit. If it, if it blackens, then they're not going to recognise him as... Well, that's the thing. I think it would go black, wouldn't it? Because it's still... Like, it just wouldn't ignite. It would still burn. It would still scorch. Mm. So, okay, so now he's in a black coat. So now there's a man in a black coat with a stretchy body, or compressy stretchy body anyway, chasing a 12... Eight. Eight-year-old, Jesus Christ, he's a grown-up eight-year-old. <laughs> That'll be my defence. <laughs> Can't resist. <laughs> Chasing an eight-year-old around a back garden, swarmed by pigeons and a crazy dude with a shovel. Ain't nobody in the neighbourhood gonna touch it. Yeah, that's true. They're gonna watch from their windows. And I think the difference is as well. I mean, you look at Home Alone was what eighty-nine, ninety. Yeah. You you take it as being then where what was a. F- Obviously, a nicer place. There's some fucked up shit going on, but oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely more innocent. Yeah, the world was a lot more innocent. People in general were a lot happier to believe what they were told. So if you, you had it now, then it would be a case of oh fuck now, that kid's done something to, to Santa Claus. Let's get him. Whereas now you're looking at fucking hell, he's, there's a bloke chasing a kid around the garden. Let's yeah. get the bloke. So I think that comes into it as well as the sort of the timing of it and, and when yeah. it, when it's kind of set. I mean, presumably we have to take it as being when the film is. Uh, well, yeah, because like so the one taking now, he, the guy's like. Oh, yeah, he's our age, so he'd yeah. be... Well, if he was 80, he was younger than me, but still, he'd be pushing 30. Yeah. Yeah, he, he would be a grown-up adult, which is a whole different kettle of fish, because then he's able... He's definitely more physically able, then, I would say, to yeah. deck Father Christmas. But it's at, at that point, you've got to wonder about the mentality of somebody who jerry-rigs their own house to catch fire, just in case a, a fat man with diabetes comes down the chimney. Maybe he's in coats with a reindeer. Maybe. At which point, you, there's got to be some, some semblance of a plan where he lures him outside and the reindeer just fucking trample him. Yeah, why don't they do that? There's eight of them. Can well, listen, this is it. Like, they, unless they, they secretly like it. No, that's not either. I mean, you know, they do dress up a bit. They've got those bells on and stuff. Yeah, true. You know. I know, Rudolph's nose kind of like a get it here sign. Yeah, so... But you've got to think, the, the, the opportunity is there. You know, you've, got, you've got the jolly fat man with his you know, stride around his ankles, giving it, you know, giving it to one of them from behind. Seven of the other fuckers can just, just pounce on him. Yeah, they you know, Gordon with the antlers, stamp on the bastard, job done. So why would why would they then wait until you know, they get this thirty-ish year old with real fucking issues and get him yeah, to no, do it? Yeah, so he's definitely a child then. Yeah. Okay, so at this point the elves are 
Father Christmas up soon, and he's got to get up a ladder and onto the roof, basically, is what Kevin's got to do here. At which point, Father Christmas is going to have to follow him. Now, this is going up. Yeah. So, if we're, if we're saying he's not allowed the fairy dust, or we're, we're refusing that to be canon, and he doesn't stretch, he just compresses. So now he's also got to climb on the roof. Now, the, the problem with that is, Kevin's not going to leave a, a way into the house and protect it, so he's not going to have a ladder that he hasn't coated in fucking razor wire or... Yeah, or, so he's got to get up on the roof. So he's going up on the roof, avoiding any traps he would have laid to stop anybody else getting into the house. I mean, presumably he's going to protect at every access point. Yeah, you'd have thought so. So now he's going to negate his own traps. The only thing is he obviously knows where they are. So let's assume there's a ladder then. He's not going to take the ladder. He's probably going to go for the tree that's going to be there. Because I'm saying there's a tree there. There's a tree because he went across the, the, right. the wire uh, the, well, the line into the tree. So he's going to go up. Well, if there you go, then he's going to go up into the treehouse and then he's going to shimmy across the wire, at which point Father Christmas is going to take the obvious route of going up the ladder. Which is going to be booby trapped to fall off. Or yeah, which is going to be grease. Or something. Yeah, I, I would imagine it'll just be grease. Either grease or ice. But then the bottom's not going to be... It's just the top rungs that are going to be grease. He's going to let him get so far up. Yeah, so he can fall off and hurt himself. Which he's now obviously going to do. Because yeah. he's fallen for this. So he's fallen off. He's probably going to blow an ankle or something doing that, isn't he? Either that or he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna fall back and you now being kind of the size he is he's gonna be like a giant turtle and not gonna be rocking back and forth and not able to get. I'll up. go with that. I'll no, go with at that. which point I wouldn't be able to resist going Macho Man off the off yeah, the treehouse. Yeah, this is exactly you read my mind. <laughs> a huge flying elbow and just take and drop it straight in the stomach. Straight, straight in the stomach, straight in the chest, and take the wind right out of him. Yeah, I don't think I'd even do it off the treehouse. I think what I do is I shimmy along the off zip the roof. line until I'm right above him, and then I get yeah, I would definitely drop the drop old the elbow. elbow. Definitely. So now he's winded as well. Now he's winded as well as being old, decrepit. And so now McAllister can get back into the house. So then he just runs in and slams the kitchen door. Father Christmas is now outside with all of the fucking elves. Yeah, now he's back to square one. However slightly charred and winded and all the rest of it. Yeah, and he's got to get up because he's a turtle. So, but at which point he just whistles for the elves and the elves come along like fucking Pikmin basically and pick yeah. him up and write him because yeah. that's what they're going to do. So now he's at ground level. He's winded. He's got a broken ankle. He's charred. Throbbing from the mousetraps. Throbbing from the mousetraps. Now this is starting to sound like a Home Alone movie. And you've got to wonder as well what toll the, the old stretchy takes on his body, you know, where, where he flattens himself to one of the doors and down the chimney. Does he, does he yeah, immediately he's wipe not, himself? He's, yeah, or is he's it not more, as young as he used to be. Is, yeah, so. it's going to take him a bit of time to, you know, to get back to... Plus, uh, I mean, if he's hot as well... You know, all of that, could, that, that in itself could actually help him if he's not back yeah. to his full, uh, you know, his, his full rigidity, then he... You know, the, the elbow's not going to hurt as much, the fall's not going to hurt as much, because he's still going to be kind of gelatinous from the, from the stretching. So I that think, might go in his favour, actually, thinking on it. Well, is he permanently gelatinous, or is... Because it, it might not, it would make sense for him to be permanently gelatinous. Yeah, to have no bones and just kind of... You know, to essentially be a wibbly-wobbly man, basically. But like Mr Tickle, with his arms. Yeah. Like that. Could Mr Tickle be fat, though? Mr Tickle is fat, he's just got long arms. Mr Tickle's reasonable, he's a fucking... Ball. Yeah, it's I'm an thinking, orange fucking I'm ball. Of, I'm thinking of a different one. Yeah, my Mr. Manology isn't great. He's, yeah. he's definitely, yeah, well, they're all kind of ovoid, really, or apart, square, yeah, so apart or triangle, or yeah, whatever, so but they're all essentially basic shapes, and yeah. it's like an eggy type of. Right, okay. I'll take that. So, yeah, it's fat. In which case, then, if we rewind that a bit, if he's permanently giant, there's half a chance that he could reflect McAllister. Or deflect him, sorry. As soon as he drops the elbow, yeah, he just pops off. back out. Yeah, it's like a bouncy castle, isn't it? Yeah. You're just going to hit it, fly off, I don't know, into a hedge or something. Well, if he's dropping... He, if, he's going to be dropping about 20 foot. Yeah, and we're assuming he's going to drop from straight above because he's on the he's on the zip line. 
Well, which either way, if you do it, from, if you if you drop it straight down, or if you're jumping off the treehouse to do it, he's still got a, a fair old way to fall. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking more of the trajectory. Like if he if he takes it off the treehouse, then he's going to be bounced backward towards the tree. Yeah. Whereas if he takes it from above, he's going to go straight back up in the air and probably fall flat on his face. Well, no. Either like, way, it's going to hurt. It's more like if he's, if it's gelatinous, no, like like a gelatinous ball, you're going to hit it, and even if he hits at the apex. He's not going to go straight back up because he's, he's not wholly hitting at the apex. His elbow might hit the centre, but he's, his body will be on the side. Just going to shoot him over shoot to him the over. side. Because it's obviously going to hurt him more if well, he's the land, yeah. the tree. Yeah, the, the landing's going to hurt him more. But like I said, I'd, if it were me, I personally wouldn't be able to resist going along the zip line doing my butt. So I think that's probably where he's dead. So he's been catapulted then, I assume, towards next door. Which is where, isn't that where Shovely Dude lives or are you just on the same street? Well, Shovely Dude's in yeah, his garden anyway. Yeah, he's kind of busy anyway, isn't he? So it's really a case of what's on the other side of the hedge. Because it could be something nice, like a trampoline or a swimming pool. Yeah. Or it could be a Rottweiler. But it'd be fucking cold in a swimming pool, Christmas Eve. Yeah, but that doesn't stop people having swimming pools. Just because <laughs> no, they would still have it a swimming It would either be empty or it would be covered. And if he lands on a cover, he's just going to wrap himself up in a trunk and drown. Game so, over. <laughs> so, so no, it's, no more, more likely it'd be not. Well, this is an X factor. Like, what is in next door? Yeah. I, I guess we have to assume that it's empty because Father Christmas wouldn't have put anything there. Yeah, because he he can't possibly know this is this is how it's going to play out. No, and Kevin, yeah, no, there's there's no part of this as part of the plan. No, so we we just have to assume that he's Kevin, he's in next door, he's landed on the ground. Yeah, basically. So that's going to be snow covered, but it's going to be cold. It's going to be hard. It's going to sting. Oh, it's going to hurt. So you know, even if there's no, there's nothing there to actually hit, it's at the very deck. least going to be winded. Oh God, yeah. So if the elves can pick Father Christmas back up quick enough, he can now gain some ground oh, and yeah. just barrel through the hedge. Yeah. Because he can just be all jelly and go yeah. through the hedge. So, and at that point, there's there's nothing there for. I mean, Kevin's gonna have to. If there's anything there, he's gonna have to improvise a weapon or improvise a booby trap. Yeah, he's not his own now. He's got snowballs basically. Yeah, he's basically now he's he's out of his out of the area that he's in control of, and all of a sudden he's got fuck all left because he's he's gonna have seconds yeah. to jerry rig something. So let's find something, work out how to put it together, and get it working. You know, and work out where Santa's gonna come from. Well, uh, yeah, and I mean, we're assuming this is an empty yard. So really, all he's got, he's got snow. He's got Cause what? twigs. Yeah, some twigs, some stones, possibly, yeah. and maybe a garden um, for I know it's America though, so there'll be fucking plastic reindeer everywhere. And... There'll be lights because it's Christmas, so there'll be lights. Yeah, the question is, would he have enough time to rig anything up that he could snare Santa with? Well, I mean, a string of lights is basically it is a lasso. Yeah, but he's got he's only, he hasn't got enough time truly to get whip it off the side of the house, fashion a lasso, and then and then get it thrown in the side. No, because he's winded. So so Father Christmas is through. He's going to be within a hair's breadth of grabbing him by the time he's up, and it's going to be like grabbing his ankle kind of thing. Yeah. He's going to have to. It, you know he's gonna have to be like kicking Father Christmas in the face, at which point his foot's just gonna go through, go into his jelly head. Yeah, it's gonna get stuck. Although he's got teeth, I mean he's got teeth presumably, so he can you know that's something solid that he can make contact with. He can start kicking some teeth down his jelly throat. But then are the teeth like his bones? No, they're they're not actual jelly teeth. Yeah. No, I think... How would jelly teeth work? Well, I guess same the same way the jelly bones would work, yeah. If he's never really solid, then with it being bones, you can understand he could still put a little bit of pressure on him and adapt. But with teeth, you'd never really be able to bite anything. So you wouldn't be able to eat, unless he had liquid. But we know he eats mince pies. Yeah, unless that's a cunning ruse by parents to trick their children. Maybe, because Dad wants a brandy and a mince pie. Yeah. Unless he just absorbs them. Maybe he just like puts some mince pie in his Yeah, it just sort of becomes jelly and becomes part of him, which well, is why he's so like, fat. Maybe, yeah, he doesn't digest anything, it just becomes part of him. No, maybe like his saliva's really acidic and stuff and it just breaks down the food instantly, like dissolves it, so at which point when Kevin 
kicks him and his foot goes in his mouth. His foot's just gonna melt. So now he's got no foot. Now he's got no foot. No weapons, no arsenal, and he's got to get back into his own house, avoiding his own booby traps. And the elves, who at this point must have got away from Shovely Dude to turn Sandra over. Yeah, yeah I think they just ran from Shovely Dude at that point because, like, Supreme Leader gave the old, like, whistle yeah. or whatever. And they were like, all right, we'll stop playing with Shovely Dude, we'll pick you up. But where is Shovely Dude at this point? Because then when, when Father Christmas ran towards the head, Shovely Dude could just cold clock him with the shovel. But is that going to work? Because he's made of jelly. But if he catches him by surprise... But it's, because yeah, it's, if he's... Ah, yeah, I see what you're saying. The, the, the shovel would bounce back. But you're assuming he's going to hit him with a flat end of shovel. If he uses the shovel like a blade, but, he could decapitate him. But that would assume enough knowledge that he was gelatinous and thus... But he's, all, but he's already seen Kevin bounce off, so he knows that he's gelatinous. Does he? Because at that point, he'd still been busy with, uh, with the elves. Yeah, I, I think, because he's, he's always going to have one eye on Kevin. That's the whole point of him being there. He's protecting Kevin. But is he going to run the risk of, oh, fuck, I was wrong, and I've just split some old dude's head open with a shovel, or can I just knock him out with it? No, no, he's, he's going to run that risk because he's protecting Kevin. So it doesn't matter whether the old dude's actually... But why did he do that in the first place with, with Joe Pesci, then? Because he hit him with a flat. In well, that case, why don't you just bust his skull up with the, uh, with, the, with the side of it? Well, that's by the by. This is this is the fight with Father Christmas, not the fight with Joe Pesci. But you, you've got to say Foreman. Yeah, okay, but at this point, those two were pretty useless, and all they were really looking to do was break into the house. Like, they, they weren't really going to murder Kevin at any point, were they? No, they were just going to steal no. the stuff. Whereas this ha- point, if they happened to catch him, they'd probably tied him Whereas this point, you have, to, yeah, you have to bear in mind, whether he's seen that this is Father Christmas or not, he has seen him like go all Terminator 2 basically jelly his way through shit he's seen Kevin drop an elbow and be bounced over the wall and he's now he's been attacked by elves and he has now seen Father Christmas get picked up by elves and move towards Kevin in a relentless unstoppable killing machine fashion he's gonna take the chance with the shovel yeah but then at that point does he T2 it again and just where well, he split in the middle. This is the thing. Just all goes he back could. together again. I think, I think the shovel would take the head off because he's caught him by yeah, surprise. Yeah, but he just pops another one out. Just grows another. Does he grow another head? Grows so what happens to the head that's been knocked off? Like, he just, just like steps on it absorbs back, back into his foot. Yeah, he yeah. steps on it and absorbs back in. At this point, though, you'd, you'd make a point of doing it around the shovel. Okay, so at this point, yeah. So at this point, he's been decapitated then. He's got a new head. He now knows that shovel is there. Yeah. Now it's going to have pissed him off. So is this the point where he becomes a killer? Well... Shovely's kind of old anyway. Yeah, so does so, he kill him? Does he turn around and like fashion a candy cane spike out of his hand and just shove it through his head? Or does he go a little bit more comical and beetle-juicy and make a big mallet and knock him out? I think, he, I think either way, he's going to... Either way, he's going to go for Shovely at this point. Yeah, the, the Ke- Kevin's kind of out of the game at this point because his foot has just melted. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not yet, because we rewound backwards because, as I said, for his foot to have melted, Father Christmas has to be through the wall. Or through the hedge. But we were just saying Shovely's going to surprise attack him once he's righted. No, that was, that was after that. He was, he oh, right, okay, okay. So Shovely's attacking him while he's got Kevin's feet. Yeah, so oh, Kevin's, right, Kevin's okay, foot yeah. is gone. Okay, yeah, no, I'll take that then. Okay. Now, to me, I'd be thinking, right, I'd think, right, Shovely, the guy's old. He's not yeah. really going to expect to have seen a kid kick Father Christmas in the face and lose a foot. That's kind. Of, that's going to be messing with his head. His heart's going to be going 19 to a dozen. It's just going to pop. Not I guess, that. yeah, not when he sees the guy grow a new head. Yeah, yeah. that's just going to melt his brain and he, his heart's going to stop. Okay, so Father Christmas doesn't actually have to become a killer then. Correct. He just melts children's feet and fucks reindeer. Yeah. Other than that, he's fine. Yeah, Uh, golden. Okay, right, so that's Shovely out of the game. There's still the pigeons. There's still the pigeons, but they're pigeons are kind of rubbish. Unless unless they're going to spread... Father Christmas is gelatinous. Yeah, but if he's gelatinous, let's assume he's reasonably tasty. Pigeons like to eat shit, so they could all just swarm in, take a little bit each and carry him away. 
Yeah, but he's just going to grow another bit, isn't he? Well, not if they each take a little bit of him, and so if they've each got a bit, then none of those bits can reform because there's a little bit of him inside every one of the pigeons. Yeah, but as long as there's something left, they'd have to take him all because if there's something yeah, left... that's what I'm saying. There's he, enough. He could there's grow a, a smaller of version of himself. Yeah, but there's a swarm of pigeons so they could all take a piece of him and split him up and then unless he can then like magically re-summon all of his bits together and blow the pigeons up in the process because he's bursting out of their stomach. Yeah, well there's a... This is a bit sciencey now so forgive me. He's from the North Pole, right? Yeah. So there's going to be a bit of magnetism in him. <laughs> right. And we all see what happens to birds when magnets get into their heads. They get fucked up and they lose sense of direction and yeah, crash. Yeah. So all he has to do is... basically magnetise himself. Yeah. That's going to bring them all back together. They're all going to crash into each other, hit the deck and die. And then he can just pull himself back together and all the pigeons look blood. Well, plus I guess the acid, when they, if they do eat him, he's probably going to eat them from the inside out anyways. And yeah. Okay, so, so that's well, the pigeons thing, gone as well. The only well. thing you don't want is they spread too far before the acid gets them, so otherwise you've got a bitch of a walk to get everything back together. Wait, what? Yeah, maybe, that's, maybe that is the thing. Maybe he is a bit spread out now, so Kevin's lost a foot. Yeah. And I mean, irrespective of the fact that he's, he's younger and fitter and more spry and all that stuff, He's an eight-year-old who's lost a foot. He's going to be in fucking agony. He's not going to know what to do. He's just going to want his mum. Uh, his mum's in the back of a van with John Candy for whatever reason. Yeah. But survival instinct's got to kick in at some point. So as he sees Father Christmas starting to reassemble in the distance, he's going to have enough time to kind of crawl along the ground towards the house at least. Towards the house, yeah. yeah. Now, whether there's... We'll assume there's somebody in then, and he can crawl yeah, towards... Christmas Eve, somebody's going to be in. Somebody's going to be in. He can like go through a would he fit through a cat flap? I guess not. But no. he could bang on the door, I guess, for the neighbour to come out. But I mean, if you've got as a scenario, you're in your no, you're in your house at Christmas Eve watching TV. All of a sudden, you hear pigeons exploding and people, a kid screaming because he lost a foot. <laughs> yeah, I think the point at which you would come out to help would actually be a kid losing a foot, wouldn't it? So if you're not already out, to be honest, I think you kind of lock the doors and pull the blinds down. And just hope it all goes away. Or call the fucking Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah you don't... You don't get involved in that shit. No, definitely not. When we start banging on the door, you kind of just um, turn all the lights off. Okay, so Father Christmas is reassembling himself slowly. Kevin is crawling with his hands towards the house, dragging his bloody stump of a foot behind him. Well, let's, let's, let's be nice to him. Let's, maybe the acid cauterised it as well. It's not a bloody stump, it's just... No. I think it's more fun if it's a bloody stump, because it'll leave a trail <laughs> for the show. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And I think at that point, Santa's reforming himself, and I think he's going to do, as you said, he's, he's rather than growing a hand back, he's just going to get a candy cane spike and pin him. Oh, he's going to go He's gonna go full murder. Well, at this point, the, the kid's tried to kill him several times. He's already taken his foot and killed an old guy. Do you not think, I, I think he would probably just catch him and assume... Put him in a jar and take him around saying, give me your pocket money. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, no, I think he'd probably catch him and I think he'd be, he would definitely get him around the throat and bring him up to, to eye level to have a serious fucking word with him. But you've got to bear in mind, he's lost a foot at this point. He's without his parents. It's Christmas Eve. He's lost a foot. He's probably bleeding out. So maybe at this point, Father Christmas would be kind enough to cauterise the wound for him, look him straight in the eye, give him a lump of coal and fuck off. Yeah, so he's won the fight, but nobody's died. Maybe maybe he's even nice enough to give him his foot back, and I'll turn on your Christmas wish, I'll give you your foot back. It's yeah. just made out of coal. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And now they'll all call you Kevin Coleyfoot for yeah. the rest of your life. Yeah, and you'll never forget the day that you tried to fuck with Santa Claus. There you go. In Father Christmas versus Kevin McAllister, Father Christmas is pretty definitively the winner, which I didn't see coming. I kind of did, just because for all everything else that's going on, he's still an ancient immortal against an eight-year-old. Yeah, Kevin McAllister's a pretty fucking cool eight-year-old, especially like when I was a kid. He was 
like everybody wanted to be Kevin McAllister a bit. So no, I, I wanted all his cool toys. I didn't want to be him. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. You wanted to like rig your house up and stuff. So yeah, there's a little bit of me that's a bit sad that he's lost. Yeah, but I mean, as opposed to some of the others we've done, he's he's only lost in as much as he lost the fight. He didn't die. No, he didn't die, but that's only because he's essentially fighting a benevolent saint. Okay, so yeah, anyway, um, Santa Claus won. Any comments you'd like to make, if you disagree with us, then feel free to write us on our Twitter page, at Who Wins Podcast, uh, on Facebook, at facebook.com slash whowinspodcast. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy we holidays. will see you in the new year. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Happy New Year!